This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich Revelations of Divine Love, Chapter 1 A Revelation of Love in Sixteen Showings This is a revelation of love that Jesus Christ, our endless bliss, made in sixteen showings or revelations particular of the which the first is of his precious crowning with thorns, and therewith was comprehended and specified the Trinity with the Incarnation and unity betwixt God and man's soul, with many fair showings of endless wisdom and teachings of love, in which all the showings that followed be grounded and wonned. The second is the changing of colour of his fair face in token of his dear worthy passion. The third is that our Lord God, almighty wisdom, all love, right as verily as he hath made everything that is, also verily he doeth and worketh all thing that is done. The fourth is the scourging of his tender body with plenteous shedding of his blood. The fifth is that the fiend is overcome by the precious passion of Christ. The sixth is the worshipful thanking by our Lord God, in which he rewardeth his blessed servants in heaven. The seventh is our often feeling of weal and woe. The feeling of weal is gracious touching and lightening, with true assuredness of endless joy. The feeling of woe is temptation by heaviness and irksomeness of our fleshly living, with ghostly understanding that we are kept all as securely in love in woe as in weal by the goodness of God. The eighth is of the last pains of Christ and his cruel dying. The ninth is of the pleasing which is in the blissful trinity by the hard passion of Christ and his rueful dying, in which joy and pleasing he willeth that we be solaced and mirthed with him, till when we come to the fullness in heaven. The tenth is, Our Lord Jesus showeth in love his blissful heart, even cloven in two, rejoicing. The eleventh, is an high ghostly showing of his dear worthy mother. The twelfth is that our Lord is most worthy being. The thirteenth is that our Lord God willeth we have great regard to all the deeds that he hath done, in the great nobleness of the making of all things, and the excellency of man's making, which is above all his works and the precious amends that he hath made for man's sin, turning all our blame into endless worship. In which showing also our Lord saith, Behold and see, for by the same might, wisdom and goodness that I have done all this, by the same might, wisdom and goodness, I shall make well all that is not well, and thou shalt see it. 
and in this he willeth that we keep us in the faith and truth of holy church, not desiring to see into his secret things now, save as it belongeth to us in this life. The fourteenth is that our Lord is the ground of our prayer. Herein were seen two properties, the one is rightful prayer, the other is steadfast trust, which he willeth should both be alike large, and thus our prayer pleaseth him, and he of his goodness fulfilleth it. The fifteenth is that we shall suddenly be taken from all our pain and from all our woe, and of his goodness we shall come up above, where we shall have our Lord Jesus for our meed, and be fulfilled with joy and bliss in heaven. The sixteenth is that the blissful Trinity, our Maker, in Christ Jesus our Saviour, endlessly dwelleth in our soul, worshipfully ruling and protecting all things, us mightily and wisely saving and keeping for love, and we shall not be overcome of our enemy. End of chapter 1